Hello everyone, I'm Mark, the chief writer here at Maltopia, and I just wanted to remind you the sleep-wake cycle is but one of a series of interconnected horror podcasts within the wide and weird world of Maltopia. For Easter eggs, crossover events, and additional lore, please check out our other series, The Shepherd of Wolves, Red Mother, Grimland, and The Damnation Machine. And be sure to check out our free content on our Patreon page for additional lore and stories. For even more Maltopia content, consider becoming a patron. Starting for as little as $2 a month, benefits range from additional art, update videos, early episode access, our mini-podcast series, October's Children, both written and full audio pieces, such as The Lost Library, Tales of Maltopia, and The Weird Book. You can also gain access to our found footage show, The Weird Tape Series, and even our Patreon-exclusive, fully-produced audio series, Devil's Clay. So, with all that said, I will leave you to the darkness. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Rusty Quill presents
chasing my target, whenever I knew where they were, was a sublime part of my process. The beginning of the hunt. The dream. My trip beyond the margins. In this case, it meant going to the top of the Bisenthal building, the soaring black skyscraper parked right next to the Lexington Enterprise Tower, where the uh, crematorium was supposed to be camping out. The Bisenthal was close enough for my power to get a readout, albeit a faint one, on whatever might be residing in the Lexington. Sugar wasn't real specific about this uh, servitor of the crematorium business, and I didn't like walking into a place blind if I didn't have to. Flipping on my power, I walked up to a bank of windows so clean they seemed open. Staring across the metropolitan canyon of polished black glass and marble, the pristine street 70 floors below, I felt a twinge of the unnatural, a bit of grit in the eye of the solid world. It was focused near the top of the Lexington, where the roof folded shut, creating a little pyramid. If there was some kind of guardian creature in there, it was likely in a room below, or next to this uh, pillory room, where the big boss woman stayed, so it could do all the bowing and scraping that was required of it. (laughs) I could have just unloaded from there, ventilated the top of the building, maybe saved myself some trouble. But it was never that easy. Nothing was. And besides, where was the fun in that? I hated being up so high, looking straight down, feeling that common compulsion to jump out of the window, embrace the sky as gravity overhanded me into the ground. Though I have a feeling my compulsions for self-destruction run a bit deeper than most. If my uh, physiology wasn't on the unnatural side, I could only wonder what my eyes, neck, and back would look like after all the squeezing, twisting, and cracking I put them through. Breaking out the whistling to satisfy those ticks I refused to exhibit, I made my way back to the elevator. A guy in a porcelain leopard mask and dark business suit was standing inside the car when the doors parted. Going down? (laughs) Aren't we all? Yeah, lobby, if you don't mind. (laughs) Don't get a lot of pessimists in the building. You just move in? Yeah, I uh, got here the other day. Name's Hagen. Dean Hagen. I'm down on 60. Me and the wife. I love lying to people who know I'm lying. It always gives them a sense of power, knowing they can see right through me. Or at least thinking they can. Makes them cocky. More likely to make mistakes. I'd made no attempt to hide my movements as I'd tooled about town, so I figured this guy was sent to tail me, which was fine by me. What questions he'd decide to ask would likely tell me a bit about what the opposition did and didn't know. Warner Mills, I'm on 40. You and the wife will love it here. Fantastic people. I'm sure we will. We're from uh, Seattle, so we're just happy to get in out of the rain. (laughs) (laughs) We get rain here too, but nothing like Seattle. So, do you work up on 70? Good friend of mine, uh, Victor Montrose, has some office space up there. Importing and exporting, that sort of thing. You with that, gang? 
I figured I'd draw a tail at some point, so I'd been all over town, confusing anyone who might be paying attention. It was highly unlikely anyone would figure out why I went all the way up there. If I thought this guy was onto me, he'd have been dead by then. Nah, just looking around the building. The architecture here is crazy, what with all the statues and murals. Man, just incredible. Sure is. The way we see it around here, once the city is all finished, we just might be on track to give Lone Star or even Nighthead a run for their money. Well, speaking of money, city sure got a lot of that. Before me and the missus decided to move here, we'd only seen pictures the real estate agent sent us. Honestly, we thought some of the shots of the city were a little embellished. You know, photo trickery and all that. But when we actually saw the place, our jaws hit the floor. Now I can see why they're changing the name to Mercury City. Well, that's my cue. I'm sure I'll see you again around the building. I'm sure you will. Enjoy the rest of your day. Same to you. I had to laugh to myself, thinking of the dipshit sitting in there with that awful elevator music, waiting till he thought the coast was clear to come out and start following me again. And I actually chuckled out loud when I saw him again, on Midas Avenue, only this time he was wearing a white porcelain polar bear mask. (laughs) He must have felt so clever. A regular super spy. I led him around the square and then out by the edge of the city, around where I'd met up with Sugar. When the tip of my silencer touched the back of his head, he jerked so bad his mask came off. Don't move, Warner Mills from down on 40. Now, take out your phone and tell whomever it might concern, all nice and calm-like, that you just saw me out by the warehouses over on Gold Street, that I was meeting up with a bunch of folks you've never seen before, and that you're going to go check it out. Then hang up. I, uh, don't have to tell you that your life depends on it, do I? No, no, I understand. I'll I'll, I'll do exactly as you say. That's good, Warner. Nice to know I'm working with a pro. This is Mills. He's over on Gold Street by the old warehouses. Just met up with a whole bunch of people I've never seen before. I'm going to check it out. You did good. Real good. Now, don't give me any bullshit and tell me everything they know. The Scream Eaters. They, uh, they know about the ritual, the the Magic Lantern show. That the feds are trying to figure something out. Jesus Christ, Warner, that all you got? I might have to plug you just for wasting my time. No, no, uh, please, please, I, I know more. She... And the ones who've been blessed by her, they're, they're trying to prove themselves to the, to the forces driving the nocturnalism movement, um, the ones beneath Nighthead. They want to know about the ritual, what's, uh, what's worrying the esoterium. Sounded like the head honchos and Undur were shoring things up, likely because we scrapped their plans to roll out the red carpet for the Night Christ. It was a maneuver common to organized crime, screw things down after a beating, Try to make up for lost ground. Maybe do some recruiting. I got pretty used to mob tactics back when I was hunting an exo called the Godmother. 
She'd set herself up as the head of the uh, Crescenzi Syndicate. Old lady was as crazy as the day is long. I had to practically clean out her entire crime family before I finally got her. So, little Miss Crematorian is aiming to do some social climbing, huh? What about a right-hand man? He got a name? Uh, he, he's called Hatch. He's, he's nearly ascended. He's wreathed in screams. He is her will, her, her son of pain. We all answer to him. One last question, Warner. And don't worry, you're doing fine. What's the game plan for tomorrow night? How do they intend to crash the Magic Lantern show? I'm I'm not sure. I'm I'm just a candidate for the blessing. I I only hear things now and then. I I think maybe maybe I might have heard that they the, the, the blessed ones in, intend to use the great machines sleeping in the ashes of the chimney house district. Great machines, huh? You mean like weaponized tortuaries? I don't know. I, I I've never seen them. I only remember the sounds they made when they rose up to defend us from those that came from below the sinkhole that opened up not far from the city. They brought a storm with them, but still she defeated them. They they say she rode astride a great red-hot metal beast, burning through the enemy's ranks, set fire to the storm itself. The, the conflict cost us dearly, though, in, in manpower and resources, but, but she prevailed. Is that right? Well, she sounds like a hell of a lady. Anything else? No, no, no. That, that's all I know, I swear, really. Please, you, you gotta believe me. Take it easy, Warner. I believe you. You did good. A real mensch. Th- th- thank you. Thank... You're welcome. The polar bear mask I'd swiped from the stiff seemed a perfect fit, both literally and figuratively, especially since my field was up and running as I walked along, little bits of barely perceptible frost rising from my skin, my eyes, and out my mouth. I couldn't confirm anything, but I, um, well, I often wondered and sometimes even believed that at a certain level my ability helped me blend in. Seemed to me that my gift wasn't just about enforcing the laws of physics, but imposing banality, turning the world pale and lifeless. Naturally, the uh, biggest and loudest violations to the great gray order of things got the brunt of my power. But on a more subtle level, like, say, walking down a crowded street, could it blend me into the noise, make me out to seem so dull as to be completely ignored? Who knows how many tales I might have given the slip and not known. I was more or less in the habit of staying to the margins whenever I was on a hunt, so I'd never really noticed one way or the other. That and my training always emphasized practical invisibility whenever feasible. At that moment, there was no harm in trying. It was immaterial if I got made walking down the street in a stolen mask, which made my facial tics a breeze as it turned out. Whoever was looking for me would make me for Warner's killer either way. But so long as no one guessed I was casing the Lexington building, I was off to the races. In the meantime, I needed to touch base with Romy and Gant, catch them up on recent developments. 
Though, from the sounds of things, the crematorian might still be licking her wounds from the conflict Warner mentioned. It was conceivable her forces weren't at full strength. It'd sure as hell be nice to have an easy time of things for once. But that sort of luck belonged to the Irish, not the Stroud twins. We needed to expect the worst. My little stunt, having Warner report that me and some goons were moving into the warehouses over on Gold Street, might throw a tiny monkey wrench into the works, make these blessed ones a little overcautious. But now I was worried about these so-called great machines. Given the loadout for this mission, I was having serious doubts about our side's chances of getting out of this one in one piece, let alone pulling out a victory. Whatever exploded, the streets instantly filled with emergency vehicles, and people were practically crawling over one another to vacate the city center. Pushing through the crowds, I caught sight of massive black globs of smoke darkening the eastern sky. This is Agent Stroud. It's Romy. I'm headed to the clubhouse. The interphones ran off the city's wireless network, so we had to be careful about what we said. We only used them when the range was too much for the walkies, and if we were coordinating locations, we'd power them down right after. Sounds like a plan. I'll be there in 15. Smoke tumbled overhead, a roiling black ceiling that closed off the sky and I merged with the shadows crawling across the thickets surrounding Blair Park. We designated the uh, little stone pavilion just inside its walls as a fallback point earlier on, during our walk back to the uh, Brookman Arms after our tour of Lucifer's Oven was over, codenaming it the clubhouse. Romy stepped out of the structure, the darkness of its interior still clinging to her. Where have you been? I'd figured you'd have checked in by now. I got caught up in a little fact-finding mission, and it paid off. Anyway, you know anything about that explosion back there? Yeah, helped set some of the charges myself. I'd guessed correctly the Scream Eaters were using the Outreach Center as a diner, but I couldn't have imagined the extent of it. Gand wanted the whole place leveled, to make sure the creature living in there and the technology it was using to come and go was destroyed, or at least inaccessible. Good news is, Gand wants to take this hellhole off the map as much as I do, if for entirely different reasons. The bad news is, from what Gand said to me, the Esoterium may somehow be compromised. He implied that the forces inside aren't all lockstep about the mission here. Huh. So what do you make of that? Well, the Magic Lantern Ritual is taking a measurement of the moment, shining a light into the darkness. My guess is there's something in that darkness that doesn't bode well for one, if not more, of the esoteries. Looks like whether we stay with the job or jump ship, there's more than enough uncertainty to go around. So, what are you saying? You thinking of staying on now? (sighs) I don't know, Isaiah. I just know I can't sit back and let bastards like the Scream Eaters get fat off our pessimism. Our willingness to allow that kind of evil bullshit to be accepted because it's becoming too difficult to burn down. 
or worse, because it's becoming common, the new post-noctum norm. There is no you anymore, Romy. There's us. If you jump, I jump. If you stay, I stay. But I got some more bad news. These assholes are packing some heavies, like tortuary war machine heavy, and I'm pretty sure they're going to get busted out during tomorrow night's magic show. I didn't get a great read on the full extent of them, but uh, I'm willing to bet we're pretty damn well outgunned. Good thing I don't use a gun. We walked through Nighthead, through Leland and through Marrows, straight into the bulge of Endless Night and back again. I think we can handle this. It's not the same kind of fight, Romy. This is a straight-up battle, a math problem, and the numbers aren't in our favor. Marrows was a hide-and-seek turned gun-and-run. Pays to know the difference. Did we just change positions all of a sudden? Are you saying that we should leave now? No, we just need to adjust our strategy is all. And that's where I come in. (laughs) He came out of the darkness behind Romy, but lingered in the shadow of the doorway, his painted face hovering in the black. So now you show up. Why, whatever are you talking about, Romy? (laughs) Just say whatever you gotta say. Why does everything have to be about business, huh? I mean, here we are, in a park, no less. Just our little family out enjoying nature. But, since I do have some news, I suppose I can fill you in. You see, I've decided to help you out. Participate in the family business, so to speak. And I also have some information for you. (laughs) And then the asshole dropped all the info I wanted kept on the down low. The crematorium, the pillory room, the whole shebang. I should have been pissed. But his play made sense, especially considering the heavies the eaters were likely to bring in. It was like he was stepping in to make sure I didn't let my, uh, ritual give me a case of tunnel vision, leave too much hanging. He wanted us all on the same page, nothing left to chance that didn't need to be. He also must have known everything I knew the minute I knew it. That the heavies and the story Warner told about the conflict and Blackledge likely shifted our odds of victory. And then there was what he'd said back at the abandoned house on the edge of town, about why I do what I do. I was about fed up with Sugar's magic tricks. But, as things shook out, I still got what I wanted. So, if Isaiah takes out the crematorium during the day tomorrow, while he's at the height of his ability, and just before the Magic Lantern show, it could affect the Scream Eater's turnout. And by then, the sun will be down and I can better defend against whatever shows up. Sounds like a magnificent plan. And don't forget about me, dear sister. I'll be right there with you. Brother and sister versus the Scream Eaters. (laughs) So, Isaiah, what do you think of our plan? Are you comfortable taking on the crematorium all by your lonesome? He was mocking me now, playing with my head, toying with my obsessions. 
I wanted to tick, but uh, I wasn't going to give him the satisfaction. Haven't you heard? It's not the first time I've squared off with a fire elemental, so to speak. The last one I put down could toast entire cities without trying. The crematorium sounds pretty tame by comparison. Nah, I think I'll be, uh, just fine. Oh, that's right! But, nevertheless, I'm sure it'll be a hot time in the old town tomorrow. <laughs> I should have been more worried about my sister facing off with the scream eaters without me, or kicking at Sugar's annoying laughter, or even trying to figure out how we always knew so goddamn much. But I wasn't. I was thinking about tomorrow's hunt, when I ceased to be the man called Isaiah, and became the hunter known as the Insomniac. The Sleep-Wake Cycle is a Maltopia production. Today's episode was written by Mark Anzalone and performed by Kelly Bear and Mark Anzalone. The episode was edited by Walker Kornfeld. Sound production and editing was performed by Stephen Anzalone. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Maltopia. That's M-A-E-L-T-O-P-I-A. And if you'd like to know more about the world of the sleep-wake cycle and contribute to its nightmarish expansion, visit us at www.patreon.com forward slash Maltopia, where you can gain access to all sorts of art, mythology, stories, and more. For more information about the sleep-wake cycle and the larger world of Maltopia, head over to Maltopia.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 